What's up, guys? Brett Apley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC ABC 5, something like that, this weekend. It is Josh Emmett versus Ilya Toporia in the main event. Should be a fun one. 14 fights on the slate. Uh, sorry if I feels like I'm, I'm fading into the light here. Got need to still need to put up new blinds on my windows. We'll get that sorted out, but... Uh, I am here to give you my favorite DraftKings cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup of the week. And before I do, as usual, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Why don't you let me know your favorite play between 8.7 and 7.5? I'm really going to hone in on the mid-range this week, especially in tournaments. There's a, a lot of really good matchups, a lot of high upside here, and I think if you can correctly figure out which fighters are going to win, uh, you're going to have a leg up on the field. So always interested to hear what you all have to say. Without further ado, let's get into my cash game play of the week. I'm going to roll with Jamal Emmers at 8.6K. All right, going a little bit off the usual board here, I'd say with Jamal Emmers at 8.6K. Nothing guaranteed. It's not the biggest favorite on the board. It's not the main event, but he does present value at 8.6K. He is minus 200 to win against Jack Jenkins. And realistically, he's just underpriced, which is why I like him. Uh, you got, you know, Magni, Rebecca, Ricci are in more competitive fights, even Brundage, Taffa, I would say. Emers is just simply underpriced. I think he should be a few hundred dollars more expensive given his minus 200 betting line. And the other potential you know, issue I would say is that I like Jack Jenkins' game. I think Jenkins is a decently well-rounded fighter. I think he can compete on a per-round basis in the UFC. I think he can pretty consistently beat lower-level fighters. The problem is Jamal Emers is not a low-level fighter. Jamal Emers is potentially a, you know, a top-10 fighter in this featherweight division. And... Um, I think this is a really tough matchup for Jenkins to produce much offense. It's a massive step up in competition for him coming off what I think was, you know, an Australian regional scene, taking on Don Shanus in his UFC debut, moving up to Jamal Emers, who just beat a, a good prospect and Hussein Askabov. He's had slip-ups. He lost to Pat Sabatini. He was knocked out by Julian Arosa in uh, on, on Dana White's contender series. But, I mean... The guy's metrics rate out very, very well. 5.28 significant strikes landed per minute, 3.75 absorbed, 59% striking defense. Went out there and outstruck Giga Chikotse at range. Emers is also a good wrestler and grappler. 2.26 takedowns landed per 15. 100% takedown defense. It was just tested against Askabov. Let's see how many times. Six times. Askabov went 0 for 6. I don't think Jenkins is a better wrestler, a better wrestler than Jamal Emers. I don't think he's a better striker than Jamal Emmers, a better boxer. Emmers is bigger, longer, pretty significantly so. Six inches of reach over Jenkins. Jenkins might be able to keep this fight competitive on the feet, but I think Emmers has wrestling upside here. I think Emmers is a better boxer. And more importantly, I like the price tag. Usually at 8.6K, you're getting a fighter who's, whatever, minus 150, for example. Minus 200 is, shows that Emmers is a... Solid value at this price. I like him in cash games. Next up, my tournament play of the week. I'm going to go with Tabitha Ricci at 8.3K. This is a really interesting matchup between Ricci and Julian Robertson. Ricci's only a, a small favorite, minus 130 or so. And honestly, like I, I could just be flat out wrong about this because Robertson is a good grappler. 
Robertson's going to get the fight she wants. There's going to be a lot of grappling exchanges here. And we don't have a full sample on Ricci's takedown defense where it might not just be any good, you know, and Robertson might be able to single, single leg her or like reverse from bottom half guard and get on top and win this fight. However, I think Ricci's a better offensive wrestler. And while we don't have a full sample on her takedown defense, we do have a full sample on Robertson's takedown defense, and it is not good. It's 25%, and she's just comfortable on her back. She will pull guard. She likes half guard sweeps, and Ricci's going to go out there and shoot takedowns, and I just don't think Robertson's going to either be successful in defending them or even try to, to defend them. Whether Ricci then wins inside the distance is a different question, plus 450 inside the distance, but Ricci scored 193 points in her two UFC decision wins. I think she has significant takedown upside here and significant control upside against Robertson, who will be content to play off her back most likely. So 8.3K is not an expensive price to pay. I'm not looking for 100 points necessarily, although that would be nice. I do think Ricci has enough grappling in her game to top the 90-point mark, for example, exceed value at 8.3K. I think ownership will be relatively split between Ricci and Robertson. And if you're on the other side, that, that's fine. I respect that. But I think this fight's going to be won or lost by who has the top position. And I think Ricci has a very clear path to top position while Robertson does not. So I'm going to favor Ricci there. I like her at 8.3K for grappling upside. She'll be my tournament play of the week. Next up, my salary play of the week. I'm going to stick in the mid-range here. And honestly, this is one of two fights that I considered for the matchup as the week, matchup of the week as well in Trevor Peak versus Jose Chepe Mariscal. I like Mariscal at 8K, though, again, this is a matchup that I like. I'll be playing both sides. I think Peak has clear early knockout upside over Murray Skull, who's making his UFC debut on short notice. Murray Skull has been knocked out a few times in his career. But uh, Murray Skull, I'm pulling up his record right now, if you hear me typing. He's a very experienced fighter, and he's lost a handful of times in his career, 13-6 and six at age 30. His losses are to, you know, Gregor Gillespie, Bryce Mitchell, Joe Anderson Brito, Steve Garcia, and Sean Soriano. All UFC veterans, some really good fighters in there. Brito knocked him out in 44 seconds. Steve Garcia knocked him out in in two or, sorry, in the second round. And Trevor Peak, I think you know the deal. Maybe you don't know the deal. Peak's deal is that he just goes berserk and wins all of his fights very quickly, but he's not very technical. Not on the feet. He almost got KO'd on the contender series. Not on the ground. I think he gave up like five takedowns in the first round um, in his UFC debut. Let me double check that actually. Against uh, a pretty weak opponent there in Eric Gonzalez. Four takedowns. Ended up winning uh, in the last second of the first round. I'm, tr I'm fading Trevor Peak long term. He might still come out here and win by knockout in round one, and I will have exposure to him. But Maurice Gall ha has fought really good fighters throughout his regional career. He has a win over Yusuf Zalal. He has a win over Pat Sabatini even. And I think I would project him as the better fi fighter over 15 minutes. I also, while I know he's been knocked out a couple times early, Peak's been hurt early too. Peaks gives up takedowns too. So I think... Murray Skull has the ability to produce offense as well. I'm expecting the good score from the winner here. 
the fight is um let me double check the fight is minus 400 to end inside the distance i think we'll see heavier ownership on peak at 8.2k given he scored 131 points in that ufc debut and murray skull is the one on short notice so a, a great matchup but i will lean toward the under-owned fighter in murray skull who i think is more experienced has fought better competition and is probably a little bit more technical than peak and finally my matchup of the week the other one one of the other ones i really like i'm gonna roll with cody brendage versus Cedriques sd dumas this is the opening prelim fight on the card brendage is favored at minus uh, 175 dumas plus 150 on DraftKings. brendage is 8.7k dumas 7.5k Brundage, this is kind of Brundage's last stand. He's coming in on short notice here, um, coming off back-to-back finished losses. Nearly knocked out Adolfo Vieira, but, you know, he's now won two of six fights in the UFC. And he's fighting a street fighter in Cedrique's Dumas, who didn't look particularly good in his UFC debut, got taken down quite easily by Josh Fremd, submitted in the second round, was hurt there as well. Brundage comes from a wrestling background. He, he should come out here and look to take Dumas down. I think he can have success. That could lead to an early stoppage. Minus 115 inside the distance is a really good mark. I think Brundage might be a little bit under-owned at 8.7K considering his poor stretch of fights. People may be unwilling to target him much. I think he's a great high upside option. Um, SD Dumas at 7.5K, I think can finish Brundage as well because while Brundage will, should go out there and land takedowns early, he's been pretty breakable defensively. Um, even even in fights he's won, he's he's been teetering on the edge. So I think while Brundage will land takedowns early, I, I'm not sh- if he doesn't get Dumas out of there, he's probably going to slow down and get potentially hurt or finished himself dumas is pretty dangerous on the feet has some offensive submission grappling in his game plus 180 to win inside the distance only 7.5k i think people might overlook him as well given his very poor performance in his ufc debut ultimately the fight's minus 550 and inside the distance i like it as the opening prelim um high upside for the winner it's one of my favorite fights on the slate all right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, Brett Apley, double T, double P. I did post a uh, coupon code for you for anyone who wants to try our content on dailyfanmma.com. It's it's my pinned tweet. So once again, Brett Apley, double T, double P. Thanks to Pat and the team for having us on. Again, subscribe to the channel, like the video. Let me know your favorite play between 8.7 and 7.5K. Good luck, stay safe, and we'll talk to you all again soon. Bye, everybody.